Good evening, brothers and sisters. It is now October 7th on the West Coast. <clears throat> it's after nine o'clock on the West Coast and it is now midnight on the East Coast. So I'm dropping this on the 7th and the 8th of October. I wanted to get this out. I don't know how many people seen the debate tonight. Actually, between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, I thought it was a pretty good debate. I think they both got their shots in. I think a couple of them, well, both, I'm sorry. Both of them kind of missed on some key points that they could have hit on. But this is it in a nutshell. You'll have to choose on what you want. Joe Biden, he actually has a plan for America. Trump doesn't really have a plan for America. He keeps talking about his plan for a better health care program. Of all the presidents since I've been alive, the only president who actually succeeded in forming a medical plan was Obama, number 44. He actually had a plan and he actually got it to pass. After all the years, because we're, we're not going to go to a universal health care program like they do in other countries. We're, we're not going to have that. This country is too greedy. It, it's never going to go to a universal. They're too greedy. Everybody's about me, me, me. No one's about the people, the people, the people. Getting back to tonight's debate. Kamala Harris, she stood tall. Pence and Kamala, they didn't answer certain questions, but some of the questions that weren't answered by Mike Pence were questions that are real serious, like white supremacists. They're, he couldn't. Their team, him and his 45, they're not really going to talk about white supremacists. They, their supporters are those people on that side that hate those hate those hate those hate groups. The sad thing about it is, America needs to come together and stop hating on each other. I understand, black folks been hated ever since we've been in this country, and black folks gonna be hated as long as we're in this country because the generals that be just hate people of color, especially black people. And it's sad to say, and people say you shouldn't say that. Uh, yeah, I should say that because it's true. Ain't nobody going to say something that ain't true. You look at the actions, the act, what's the, what's the old phrase? Actions tell the true story. They hate black people. Hate's a strong word, but it's true. 
We're less than a month away. November 3rd, if you have your ballot, as a matter of fact, I received mine. I'm going to fill it out and go over with a fine tooth comb to make sure they don't kick it out because they're kicking out a lot of these ballots because they're just trying to throw the election. And that's the sad thing. We've had melon ballots for a long time. This president comes because he knows he's losing or could lose. And he wants to, I'm not going to go easy or, you know, kick out all the ballots. And a lot of polling stations that used to be, they're, they're, they're shutting them down. And a lot of these polling stations, they're, they're in minority neighborhoods. You know, you got old people who would get up early in the morning and go to these places, walk, whether it be walk or, you know, older people don't drive like younger people do. Maybe drive a couple of miles or a mile or whatever and, and do they vote, voting early and go back home. But see, they cutting out all of this. And the sad thing about it, Trump is 74 years old. He's a elderly old man. Whoever wins this election is going to be the oldest president ever elected. So it, it, you know, but he's about himself. If you listen to the debate tonight, you know, there were shots taken. They weren't shots taken. They were truths that were said by the president that Kamala Harris repeated and Pence couldn't say anything. You know, he talked about the things that, what, what, what was one? I'll give you one. Oh, man, he won. In regards, you know, to women, not just that, women of color. There's good people on both sides. When our sister down in Virginia Beach got killed a couple of years ago, you got these white Nazi skinheads carrying tiki torches, and he says there's good people on both sides. Now, this woman is dead, and she was white. She's dead. And there's good people on both sides. Ain't no good people on both sides. Those people were there to disrupt. It's like those people, his people are, let me see, they're filtered in to the protesters that are doing good. And like Pence, well, you know, like Pence was talking about, well, you know, there's been a lot of rioting and tearing down, burning up. But it's like, you know, when you sit back and you think about it, it's a lot of white people doing that. It ain't just black people doing that. It's more white people doing it than black people. But they'll never say, they'll never go outside. They'll always point the finger in another direction. You know, uh, I, I just don't get it. Like our brother McCain, the former senator out of Arizona. When he called him, what was it? Uh, well, he called the, the men of the, the men and women of the military uh, suckers and losers. He said, uh, our brother McCain wasn't a, a war hero and he was a war hero. The man stayed with his troops when they were captured because he could have got away but he stayed with them until they were free that's a war hero he stayed with his outfit and bounties 
that were placed on soldiers, American soldiers. And Pence didn't say anything about it. It's like, wow, man. These are people who fight for our freedom in this country and you don't say nothing about it? You know, they talk about stacking the, the, the courts. Well, the Democrats, they don't believe in that and that's something they need to really think. But when a president, when there, I'm sorry, when there's a presidential election, when there's a seat open on a Supreme Court, because you know there's only nine, and our dear sister passed away, Ginsburg, and when there's an election year like it is now, you usually hold off and you wait. But the Republicans are trying to put in someone for that power struggle. It brings the court six to three on their side. Now, my problem is with the Supreme Court, one of the higher, what is the higher court of the land? Of our land, America. But just because you believe in one thing and somebody believes in another thing, the law is supposed to be the law. But see, the law is interpreted by whoever's judging the law. So you can take it for what it's worth. Is the law really the law? Or is the law that's being interpreted by who wants to interpret to fit their needs or their cause? That's how you can look at it. That's why our brothers, our, our black and brown brothers and sisters, they constantly, you know, usually lose out when it comes to the law, because the law is interpreted to fit somebody else's needs. People of color in the next 25 years will be the dominant race in the world, really. Not just this country, the world. Basically, we are now. If you take the black, the brown, the red, the yellow, we are the dominant race colored people. But when you hear these other people talk, they're superior. Their thinking is off. It's we. It's not us. As Only time we come together as a us is when something like, say, like 9-11. Everybody is on, you know, we're, we're all together. We're all bunched together. That solid fist. We're a big old fist. But after 9-11 dissipated, you can see that fist start to open and every the fingers started to, to spread again. Because that's what it is. We're only together when it suits. But instead of being together for all, never. Never. When I say all, I mean all the time. Never. Not going to happen. It's like this. I done heard brothers. I was listening to a Roland Martin uh, Saturday. It was Saturday show. Listen, it was Friday for Saturday. And it was a brother on there. And he's like, man, 
I got great credit. But you know what? I can't even get a loan. My company been in business for 20 years and I can't even get a loan. This is a black man. Been in business for 20 years. They said, I don't know how you got the loan you got last time because we can't match that. And this man been, and it's a decent, he's, 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 he's number 92 on the black enterprise, uh, black enterprise chart. He's company number 92. That's, that's, that's pretty large. Number 92, black enterprise. I can't think of the, I can't think of his name or his company, but he's number 92. If you want to look up number 92 on the black enterprise, a list of 100 on uh, black successful businesses, you do that. But, the debate tonight is a big topic. You know, when you listen to some of these polls, you got men uh, pretty much for Pence. You got women pretty much for Kamala Harris. But when you sit back down and you think about it, division. There's always division between the men and the women, the blacks and the whites, the browns and the whites, the browns and the blacks. The yellow and the black, the yellow and the white. You talk about countries that used to be China. We used to, we may not like them or whatever that situation may be, but we would trade with them. Now, we don't even really want to deal with them anymore. China's a strong country. And one thing about China, China look at it, hey, we'll find somebody else to deal with. We don't have to deal with you if you don't want to deal with us. It'd be nice. But they're not going to sit down and beg and they're not going to kowtow uh, to Trump. You know, The Art of the Deal, a book that he didn't write. Uh, he makes great deals. Well, what great deals has he really made for America in his almost four years? The medical that he kept talking about, oh, it's going to be beautiful. Nowhere near complete because there ain't no, there's nothing to even talk about just to keep talking about it. Oh, I've got something that's going to be better. He's going to take off 20 million people who have Obamacare. Obamacare saved a lot of white folks' life. But he don't care nothing about that. If he takes away that Obamacare that allows you to have a pre-existing medical con uh, condition and still being insured for because before Obamacare, uh, people wasn't dealing with that. They were like, mm, sorry, man, I can't help you. See, insurance companies, insurance companies all about money. They don't care nothing about the people. But when it was when it was passed in the law, they had no choice. And if this twosome that stays in office now, when those 20 million people are going to have some real problems because they won't be able to go to the doctor and get their issues taken care of. Or they can go to the doctor and get their issues taken care of, but they're going to be coming out their pocket. They won't be able to get that insurance. They're going to be coming out their pocket. And a lot of them are going to be like, well, damn, I can't afford this. See, those are issues, white supremacy, uh, medical even education. Look at our education system today. Kids are home. Parents, man, I ain't going, I can't go to work. I got to stay home and take, especially uh, parents with young kids. 
Because shoot, babysitting, you know how much babysitting is? So you got about two, three, four kids? It's going to cost you a week's, it's going to cost you a week's salary. Well, actually, it might cost you a month's salary, depending on, you know, who you go to. So you'll be working just to get your kids taken care of. But they don't care nothing about that. When they say America, keep America great, America was never great. So how are you keeping it great? With your evil, hatred ways. You're not keeping America. And let's not forget the lying. I never known a a president. Excuse me. I never known a president that lies so much, and his partner in crime, Pence. It's like, man, do you do you have a voice for yourself? I understand that's your that's your buddy, and you guys are president and vice president. But can't you open up your mouth and tell the truth? But then again, politics is all about lies. See, I only want. All right, I only want your vote every four years. And then I'm going to come over to your house and I'm going to treat you nice. And I'm going to tell you all the good things I'm going to do. And once I get in office, all the stuff I told you, just forget it. Scrape it off your plate. But in four more years on this day, I'm going to come back to you and see if you want to help me out. And by the way, uh, could you uh, spare some dollars for my campaign? And that's what you get. I don't, I, it's not just the president. It's all these forms of government. Some of them, they do a little something to keep you happy so they can stay in power. But other than that, I don't care about you. If you're not finding ways to care about yourself, regardless of who wins this particular presidency, then basically it's going to fall on you. You can keep spending your money like fools because you know what? Them 40 million, they say 30 million now. But them 40 million people who had filed under for unemployment, and some people have gone back to work, but 30 million that's still out there, you ask them. And they might tell you. I say they might. Damn, I wish I didn't bought I didn't buy that. Man, I don't need that car. Man, my kids didn't need all that stuff for Christmas. Because once that the world was shut down in March, damn. Three months? Past, uh, Christmas has passed. Three months. Well, actually, two and a half months when you look at it because it was like, what, the middle of uh, March? All the bills that are, were accumulated in December, November and December. I'm like, damn, who going to pay that back? Because, you know, with the plan, the stimulus package that came out, that money, that money went right back into the hands of vendors. Somebody used it wisely, but the majority put that money right back in the hands of the vendors. Especially my people. That's why I put out consumers versus economics. Consumers. Because black people, you guys need to stop consuming so much. This Christmas coming up, you need to teach your kids. These are some tough times. They don't need to get nothing out there. They should have enough from last year. They don't need to get a whole bunch of toys or a whole bunch of junk. Teach them. See, parents today don't like to teach their children. They rather buy them off by giving them a bunch of junk that they don't need. So little Johnny can go to school with a pair of 
whatever he's wearing on his feet so everybody can go, ooh. And you know what? Ain't no school. Ain't no going to uh, show off what you got. You ain't missing out on nothing. And you ain't missing out on nothing anyway when kids who do come to school with a bunch of junk on your feet don't mean nothing. What means something is the roof that you have over your head. That's what it means. The roof that you have over your head. Shoot, my parents, man, they got their own house. I ain't got to worry about getting put out. There you go. They own a property. Because let me give you the difference. When you rent for three months and you don't pay that rent, they can't get you out immediately, but they'll get you out. Eventually. When you buying and you can't pay for three months, they can't put you out. They want to work with you because they don't want the house. They want to keep that interest going. So what do I want that house for? Now, if you in there too long and don't pay, you'll get a bunch of letters, but they won't immediately come and put you out. Can't do that. But they will get you out eventually. But it'll take a while. But they'll work with you. Some landlords that are good people, they will work with you and they hate to see you get put out, especially like that little old lady I was talking about back in, I think it was in, in, in Houston. Last month, she got put out. The, 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 the landlord didn't want to put her out, but it's like, damn, you know, if I don't get my rent, if I don't get the rent from the people who's written my property, I'm end up losing this building. He was sad. He, he had remorse. Remorse. A lot of people don't have remorse. A lot of people don't care. America is just like that. They don't care. You got a good majority that just don't care. They don't care nothing about nobody, but their own cause. So how can you make America great? My brothers and sisters, you judge tonight's debate. I can only give you my side. And I think Kamala Harris put up a strong fight. She didn't back down. She didn't come out swinging like she does in some of the congressional hearings that you see her in. Because she's running for president, she's, she's got to be a little bit more subdued. And she was, but she was in, she was more subdued in a classy way, respectful way. Pence had to get his point out. He went from, when they moved to another question, he's still working on the last question so he can finish his point. It's like you got two minutes. So you're going to give another 30, you're going, and then he went beyond that two minutes and then he wanted to add another 30 seconds for the next question into the previous question. I'm telling you, boy, th these things, they get more comical. That's why my brothers and sisters out there, whether you be black, brown, red, yellow, or white. You have to think for yourself and don't let other people think for you. Because these people, in the end, are looking out for their own self-being, not yours. They sound good, but actions always speak louder than words. Peace out, family.